to Badass Boomer and Babes, the feel-good comedy podcast for women. Today, we are going to try to do this without editing, so please excuse us, but we're having technical difficulties. As you heard, this song is not as, as, it doesn't sound as good on this one because I can't mix it in, so you had to hear it from my iPhone. So anyway, today... We are going to do an episode about the highs and lows of being a military spouse. And of course, I've got these wonderful ladies with me. I am Patty Forehand. I'm your host. And my two babes are... I'm Hannah. I'm Grace. And we are the babes. And they're the babes. That's right. Of course, we call them the babes because they are younger than me. Remember, this is not a podcast just for boomers. They're giving you the other side of things. So we're going to hear their viewpoint tonight. Both of them are married to men that are in the service, and they're going to be sharing with us the difficulties of that and also the things that make it wonderful. So, girls, what do you have to say about that today? Anyone well, want to start? I guess I will. Okay. Um, okay. Well, the lows are obviously deployments, TDYs, any kind of training thing. It sucks when they have to be away. Um, I went, Cody's been on three deployments and he's about to go on another one. So it just kind of sucks when he's gone. And Hannah, from what I understand and what I've witnessed myself, when you're talking about a deployment, we're not talking about a weekend away or a week off on a business meeting when they're deployed sometimes you don't see them for a year at a time is that correct Uh, the first one was a year um only because since he was like brand new he had his r&r was like at the very beginning so (laughs) we we had a year but now i don't think they do year-long deployments anymore i could be wrong but at least my husband doesn't do your long deployments anymore. I think it's nine months now. That's still an awful long time. I mean, a lot of spouses are used to, you know, husbands or wives that work and they might have a business meeting or a conference away for a short time, but that's a long span of time. Um, so how do you cope with that? 
Um, I drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I, I watch all my, I make it, I try to make it, you know, like a positive thing. I know that sounds super, I guess, heartless. I don't know. I, in my mind, I try to make it like a, well, when he's gone, at least I can watch this show, you know, <laughs> however much I want or, you know, <laughs> We can have this for dinner all the time because, you know, he doesn't like it. Uh, that's, I mean, obviously I'd rather have him home, but I try to make it more like I spin it with my daughter, at least not necessarily myself. I guess I should have stated that first. My daughter and I, I try to make it like a, like a, you know, like we'll have movie nights every week and, you know, fun stuff like that. Like I try to make it like a, like a special thing, I guess. Um, cause obviously it sucks when he's gone. Uh, it's not fun. I really love having him home and I love like the support too. It kind of, it, it's hard, you know, being without him. So we try to make it yeah. fun and we get together with friends and pre COVID obviously, <laughs> but yeah, well, I want to talk about the support system in a few minutes, but before I do, um, Grace, what about you? How many deployments has your husband been on since you've been uh, married? He, he's been on one deployment and um, other than the, that was like about a year, a little less than a year, but like with the training and all that, that's how long it took. But I guess a lot of like, like one week business trips here and there, or like classes that they have to do as they like, their rank goes higher or like whatever they, they have a lot of classes to also take too and those are really hard yeah. when they're away and I guess the hardest is like when you have a baby or when you're pregnant and like your husband's not there for you so those are the hard times how did you cope with things like that when you with your small children and when he was uh, long, gone for long periods of time if I, if I be honest, was my first child, like, it was the hardest for me than having two kids. I guess the first time it was just like, I was just so scared. I was alone. Like, I had no family or friends in the beginning. So, like, and your body's changing. So you're just so scared. But then, like, without your husband, and you, you're just all alone. So that was the hardest for me. But I guess, like, my religion as a Christian really helped me get through but I think the biggest support is like when I finally met like the other military spouses or families like they truly became like another family for me so that's that's besides faith I guess that's the biggest way how I survived all that (laughs) yeah that's that's what I was going to talk about um ask both of you about because I know as a military spouse you don't have too much of a heads up about when your husband's going to leave is that correct I mean you might have a little bit but can change it can is that true I mean I don't I don't know because I'm not a military wife I mean it's definitely true for some I guess it all just depends on you know what they're doing yeah there's a lot of like last minute like yeah things that pops up or the date changes it they changes a lot and I think the most frustrating part is like when you're moving like you 
waiting for the date like when are we moving like that waiting period is I think the hardest for a lot of the spouses to because there's a lot to prepare (laughs) before you move and doing that every two three years is pretty crazy with little kids (laughs) yeah I can't imagine I was a a military child that my dad was near retirement. We only moved about three or four places before he retired when I was born. So, um, yeah, I mean, by the time I was six or seven, he retired. So it was during my very early life that we moved around. And I don't remember a lot of it, um, but I can't imagine how it would be to have to uproot your family and go somewhere new. And not once, but probably several times while you're married and um, your children are growing up. So I know a minute ago, both of you said something when you were talking about the people that helped you. So who do you turn to? Who's your support system on a brand new base, wherever you are? Who do you turn to for help when something like that happens? Well, on a brand I mean, new I know you both base. Have children. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, usually you, you don't. Children. Yeah. Go ahead. Usually you don't really know anybody when you, at least I don't. I mean, now that I guess with the husband's job, I guess it depends on you might, you know, the military world is a lot smaller than you think, I guess. So when you move, you might know people there already or you might not. So if you don't know anyone there already, it's kind of, I mean, really all you have is your, your spouse, mm-hmm. <laughs> and your children. Yeah. So, and your spouse yeah. will come home and know everyone that, you know, it's like, oh, I saw this guy and this guy and this guy, but you know, of course, most of them don't have wives or families. So you're just like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk to myself all day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I bet that is, yeah, that's kind of hard. So you just hope, like in your case, both of you at one point were side by side, you know, as far as your houses. And so you were able to meet and make this friendship that helped to carry you through is that correct yeah yeah but even for both of us like we're both not like the super outgoing type like or like social birds I guess so even though she was literally like the half of our house like it took us months like like (laughs) to finally like talk besides saying hi yeah it was our kids that actually connected us (laughs) Yeah, I think that's another thing that's hard is if you're not, if you're a spouse, that's not, you know, like if you're someone who's not super bubbly and outgoing and like, you know, like a puppy dog kind of personality, you Mm -hmm. know, like, oh my gosh, I'm friends with everyone, you know, like that awesome, positive personality. Um, I'm, you know, I don't think I don't really see myself like that. So it's hard (laughs) to like, it's hard to make friends. (laughs) I'm not one to like run up to someone and be like, hi, (laughs) nice to meet you. Let's be besties. (laughs) I actually have to practice a lot, like trying to, I actually Google and then it's like taught me, like try to find, say something in like common or, you know, like look for something in common and 
or like I love stop. that you have to like <laughs> hype yourself Google up. Because <laughs> I, I get so like anxious. I'm not, I was like talk about the weather, so I try to like yeah. practice because I'm just not really good at that. Thankfully, Girl, I'm not either. That's why that's we're why, friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it took forever to finally talk. But As once time goes on, yeah, like it was like once we got to finally talk, like from then, like she was like an angel answer from like God or something. I was like both of us, <laughs> no. like Hannah and her daughter Gracie. We were like seriously, they were like the angel to us, and and Cody, he was the angel too. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. Well, I think that's important. I mean, I would, I would just assume that that would be important to have some friends and have some kind of support system. Do they have anywhere you could turn for, let, let's say that you're on a base for the first time and your husband is deployed and, you know, you're sick and it's hard to take care of your child or you need somebody to help you like to you know, maybe pick your child up from school or what, is there any kind of resource where you can reach out to other military spouses for that? Yes, they have, um, they have a family support group or family readiness group. Okay. Um, but it's hard because a lot of people assume that they're bad, you know, um, (laughs) there's a lot of, no, that, that play, it really, it's, the group, it gets a really bad rap, I guess, a rep. It's, it's yeah. like, you know, no one wants to be associated. No one wants to be associated with it or, you know, like they all have drama. Yeah. That's, I think that's what, that's the biggest fear. Like, cause there's so much drama, not everywhere, but like you hear there's so much drama that you get scared to even try it out. So I haven't tried it out. Yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of stigma around like spouses in general. They, you know, there's all just, I guess, stereotypes and Mm -hmm. people always assume that, you know, they're going to get stabbed in the back or, you know, like drama, drama, drama. Drama. Nobody wants drama. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like, like the PTA or something where it's something that's set up, you know, hopefully to help people and to give them information that sometimes there's drama and leadership problems as far as who you know maybe infighting who wants to take over kind of thing is it that that you're talking about the normal backbiting kind of but it is still there and available I mean is it kind of not everywhere like not everywhere like that yeah we're just it's just like we just that's what we heard so we didn't try it yet you know so it could be different you know so but yeah that's just what we maybe it was just the one wherever you know you heard that maybe it's terrible when in one area something is not good and then you know so it kind of makes it sound like all of them are bad but then if you move to a different area or try this one like i don't know i think schools you have they're not I think it just depends on go ahead you know I think it just depends on like who's I don't know um I mean not necessarily who's leading it but you know what type of mindset like the it's going for I guess yeah. you know like mm-hmm. is it for social purposes is it for just support 
you know, like what it's really supposed to be like just information and support, you know, cause there's lots mm-hmm. of, I'm telling you the military offers so many things that I just never even knew until my husband was like really sitting down and talking to me about it. They offer like resume writing for the spouse and, you know, like, um, help with college and just like, there's so many things that you can mm-hmm. as a spouse, like receive help from and support, but I don't really think, um, yeah, it's just, it's weird because the wives don't get that group, you know, like normally when husbands or spouses, women could be, you know, the military people too, (laughs) my bad, (laughs) just because me, just because my husband is the one, Uh, but, um, when military members move to a new base, you know, they get like, I guess like the lowdown on what's what's there and what kind of help they can get. And they even say stuff about spousal things, you know, like what your spouse can, you know, where you can go for that and children and all this kind of stuff. But it's hard, I think, because um, not to say that the military members just completely forget to tell their spouses. That's not really the case. I feel like they're just so overwhelmed with information that it's like, you know, like you don't even know what your spouse wants really. Like you don't, you don't really think about that at the end of the day, I don't think, or at least that's what my husband says. He's like, Oh, I never even knew that you'd want that. And, you know, cause I was looking through his papers one day and I was like, I never knew they had this for, you know, kids. And mm-hmm. he was like, Oh yeah, well you can look through those papers and see if you find anything you like. <laughs> but for you me, know. like oh, they okay. gave me a link. So that brings me to this point. Uh-oh. This, Sorry. This is a good, oh, no. no, this is a good resource you know, for people who don't know about that, and maybe there will be some military spouses listening. So what do you think they need to do to find out about that? Just ask their spouse, or is there a place that they can look this kind of thing up, all these things that you're finding out? Well, like, I'll, what I'll would you tell them say, to do? They gave me like a link. <laughs> they gave me, a, my husband gave me a link, and I like, went on that link and it's like so many clicks i i don't know where to go like you just get lost from those links to different links and then i finally found the address and i took my uh, toddler and a baby finally and find that place and then they told me oh we don't do that anymore here i'm like oh okay so i just came all the way here (laughs) for nothing and then like so it's not like that everywhere but it's just like it's not that we're not important but they like they have a lot of stuff that they need to take care of too at the base so it's it's just I think limited too and they're all trying to work on it but it's just they just give you a link bottom line and just like it's really hard to find all the sources you need and like one thing that helped me was counseling because I was going through like depression so they kind of like set you up with like a counselor if you're going through like, like after you talk to your doctor and then they'll set you up with a counselor and I, I went through some therapies or counseling and it depends on the counselor too like one counselor was really like helpful but the other one was like I don't know like I guess because it was winter and the heater like she constantly was like yawning and stuff so it really depends who you get to like ah, so. rude <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm like crying here. And oh, she's like, yawn. So, so sorry. My problems are boring. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sorry. Well, it's the you heat know, of- it's a good thing that you're talking about that, Grace, because um, 
I am sure that it's almost like the quarantine, you know, how people are alone by themselves and, um, you know, don't have anybody to reach out to. And I think that's how it would be being a military spouse sometimes if you're in a new place and you, you know, maybe you're not working at the time or, or whatever, and you're taking care of children and you don't have a support system for that. So you're kind of stuck at home and, um, you get depressed. I mean, that's a natural thing to feel depression and loneliness. So it's good to at least know that you have something that you can do for that, like go into therapy. Now, let me mm-hmm. ask you this, because the hospital health side of it, you know, seems like a good thing that you have that wonderful ability to go to a doctor and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have the ability to say, no, I don't want that doctor who's yawning all the time and I want another one? Or are you stuck with the one they give you? No, you could say no. I think it's my personality too. Like when you, once you say no to even any like, just like um, your personal doctor too, like you have to tell them the reason. And like, I don't like to get someone in trouble unless they do something really like to offend me, you know? So that's, that's another problem for me, but you could say no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you well, can always good. switch if you don't want, um, a certain doctor. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know at one time when my daughter was born, um, I had the same gynecologist, this, like the same guy was my gynecologist, my pediatrician for my daughter, um, my primary care doctor too. Like he, he was like, what, like the jackknife? Is that what (laughs) the Swiss army knife of doctors? Jack of all trades. I was like, and honestly, yeah, honestly, I didn't like him that much either, but I didn't, I was so young. I didn't know that you could switch really. Like I had no idea that you could just be like, yeah, I don't want that doctor anymore because I was extremely uncomfortable because, you know, I gave him birth to Gracie and Cody was deployed and then he came back. Gracie was like a month old. And so I went for my six week postpartum, whatever with him who I'd never seen before. You know, I had a gynecologist (laughs) that I liked in Georgia. And then when we moved back, you know, after the deployment, uh, I saw him and I'd never seen him before. And he's checking me out postpartum, which is already like stressful, right? (laughs) Gross. Anyway. So (laughs) it's like, he was like, have you had sex yet? And I was like, no. And he was like, why not? <laughs> oh like, my God. <laughs> I was like, well, the OBGYN that I saw <laughs> said not to have sex for six weeks, you know, until I get my postpartum check. And he was like, why? You're totally fine. And he was like, has your husband just got back? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, he's like, well, you're allowed to have sex. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. I don't, it felt weird though. I was like, are you sh- like, like making me feel bad yeah. for not having sex yeah. with my husband when he just got home. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. It was weird. It's hard with the yeah. Some military doctors are like still sort of learning stage, and when you get unlucky, like I don't know. Even when I was having like going through labor, like I think there was like ten new interns or doctors, like that were watching me I'm like what like I'm in pain and like there's a lot of stuff with the military hospital 
that you don't expect. So it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do but I mean, remember. it's free, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't complain. I do yeah. remember going to the emergency room it, on base as a child. And, you know, sometimes it was wonderful. And like one time I had an allergic reaction. And if they had not acted so quickly, it could have been really bad. Um, but there were other times where, you know, it was like a misdiagnosis or you know, just a pat on the back and go home kind of thing. And so I do know that there's like mixed reviews, I guess I would say, of yeah. what I hear about military doctors, that some of it's really great and some of mm-hmm. it is a little scary. Yeah. yeah. I guess that, that brings like the VA, it's- which you have not had to deal with yet but i i did ask our viewers to send in some concerns about being a military spouse and one of the things that i did get was a person who did not want me to mention her name um but i met her several weeks ago in atlanta and she was talking about how hard it was to get her husband help from the va and how they just disregarded you know all requests and things like that and but from what I understand they're trying to clean that up too and make it better which they should because you know these are people that that fight for our country and protect our country and you only deserve the best so yeah honestly I don't I don't know anything about that um I I've you know I have family members that are retired um, well, I mean, not me personally, but you know, re- marriage related, mm-hmm. I guess, um, family members that are retired and they don't go to the VA, they go to their own doctors. They have to pay a copay though. So maybe mm-hmm. that's, I don't know, honestly, I have no idea about yeah. the VA, but I feel like doctors in general, like on posts and stuff, I feel Hello? on posts too. Hello. Sorry. That's how you are when you're not on post two, you know, you have. Yeah, that's true. Hit that's or miss. true. The medical, yeah, the medical help that you get can be hit or miss. And um, I do believe you made a very good point there. That is not a military thing. That's a worldwide thing. You know, it's just because doctors are people. So, um. So we've talked about some of the hard things, um, but I do want to point out something that I've seen that I think is a good thing. And you're my daughter, Hannah. So of course I know this about you, but I've also witnessed it about you, Grace, is that Mm -hmm. it makes you into someone who's very independent and can do things on your own and you're much stronger women for that. Do you feel like yeah. that's true? It's, it's yeah. very true. Like, like an example. Like everyone around me, first of all, like my my parents and my like friends are like like shocked how independent I became. Like I was like the most dependent person. Like I always needed someone to go with me to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I could ne- never eat alone like that's why it took me so long to even say hi to Hannah like I always like have this close circle of friends and I don't like challenges like 
with work is different but then just with like social type of stuff like I'm very bad and then it I had I had to have a kid on my own with no friends and family so I think that's how it started and I guess just being a mom also made me like wake up and like snap out of it and just try to be stronger and tougher so for my son also that's what made me like try to be like more independent you know like I have a child you know and just like I had to figure things out on my own like because my husband's not there either and like especially when there's a bug like like I don't know like I just survived (laughs) like I just I, I didn't have a choice I guess to be independent and once you're left there like all alone in the desert like you you do survive so I mean that definitely toughened me up so I mean I think it's I'm I'm more independent but I'm also less adventurous than I used to be I think but that could also be because I'm a mom I don't know but um I know I've had to deal with crap that I feel like it's a curse every time that you know Cody leaves something breaks I swear it's true. (laughs) Every time he leaves, something breaks. And it's so annoying because I'm like, this was working just fine yesterday. But of course, since I kissed my husband goodbye this morning, it's going to break. But so I have to like do a lot of YouTube, you know, tutorials (laughs) on how to fix things. Like, and I'm kind of proud of it, though, because like I fixed my washer, I fixed my dryer, I fixed my, uh, (laughs) my sink that was like back. Okay, that one wasn't really that much of a fix. I literally just plunged it to death. But I, (laughs) because a stupid garbage disposal was like backed up. I fixed my garage because it completely broke. And I couldn't find a YouTube on how to fix that. That's like my normal thing. I like go to YouTube and I'm like, how do I fix this shit? Um, but that one didn't have a YouTube because I don't even know how to describe what happened. Like, I don't know what the thing was called. So I was just like the thing that holds the garage up, like how to fix it. <laughs> the actual garage system is hanging. How do I fix that? And so like, all I did was go to Home Depot and I was like, I'm broke. I need to jerry rig something. Help me. <laughs> it's like the guy was like looking at the pictures with me and he's like I don't know and I was like I was like well you're useless (laughs) walking around (laughs) what do I do and so I found like these metal brackets that I have no idea what they go for but I just took them home and I was trying to bend them because they were like flexible metal I was trying to bend them and break them and um my neighbor saw me like messing with it in the garage and he was like, just give it to me. I have a saw that'll do that. <laughs> I was like, I was like okay. Because so, so I swear, I felt like I felt like the stray cat of the neighborhood when Cody left, because in Colorado, it was like, if I forgot to put my dumpster out, like it would randomly be on the freaking street that morning. And I was like, who did that? And it was like, someone mowed my front lawn one time. And I was like, who did that? <laughs> like, my, my neighbor Rodney who is a saint I swear he him and his wife he's retired military too though but him he would come over and like like he came over and helped me with um my drainage hose on my washer because I was I was just he was asking me like you know what's going on and I was like something's wrong with my drainage hose on my washer and I'm trying to figure out how to replace it but I can't find the right 
you know, size or whatever. He, we had like such a random size that was like super hard to find to fit our house or something. And he was like, Oh, I got a tool for that or whatever. And he like came over and fixed it for me. So I feel like I've gotten a lot better on, you know, receiving help from others. That's for sure. And like Googling everything. Yeah. So, um, but thank- yeah. Thankfully, nothing broke for well, me. I'm but glad. I, oh, but I guess like just taking out no, the trash. And... No, I want to hear it. What were you saying? <laughs> we're like lagging hard. <laughs> I know. I think it's lagging. But, I know, like, it, take, it's hard to. Like taking out the trash or like, um, you know, unclogging the toilet. Not because of my poop, like the toilet paper. <laughs> I use I use a lot of toilet paper. It got clogged. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, and we didn't have a plunger. And like I googled, and then they said you could use like saran wrap. But I was like, I don't know how to do this. And but in the end, we got a plunger the next day, and I I unclogged the toilet. I was very proud of myself, even though I never imagined doing it, but. Just little things like that. I wasn't that cool like Hannah, but like I guess just small things like yeah, that. I I'm felt super very... cool. <laughs> I want to be sexy like you. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I was not sexy in any of those things. And like most of the time, Cody would come home and he'd be like, "All you had to do was this," and it was like super simple, and he'd fix it for good. Because most of the shit I jerry rig is like it's a very small amount of time that it'll work it's like I have to keep doing it over and over again like that stupid bracket like I swear every month I would have to go and like screw it back in in a different hole because it would like start coming undone (laughs) I'm like like, just two more weeks baby stay up there two more weeks Tony's coming home he'll fix you for good (laughs) it's like my stuff is never I'm very proud of both of you because I think that it's very hard to you know to live the lives you do it's wonderful and rewarding but it it sounds like it's very hard to to move from one place to the other and you know sometimes to have somebody home and sometimes not to have somebody home I mean it's it's not you know a stability that most people look for so I know it's it's difficult but you two women are um you know the ideal too to talk about it because you can just tell that you're both very independent and very strong so I try. all right anything else to add about being a military wife or if you had to give advice to somebody and not only wives but husbands too because we have military husbands um what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is new to it and maybe young and not knowing what's going to happen? Um, because and let me say this before you start. The reason I'm telling you this is because I know it was funny when, when Hannah first got married, um, it was almost as if Hannah, you didn't realize that the army kind of owned y'all now. <laughs> Not and me. you were making I mean, all I... these plans and your dad and I were going, yeah, just wait. <laughs> but anyway, I don't remember that. So what, I don't remember making plans. What I was broke. advice? What, pr- <laughs> what <laughs> plans was I making? Um, <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, just communicate. I feel like I didn't ask Cody a lot of questions when I 
first got married to him, it was like, you know, he'd come home and he'd talk about crap. And I just, I feel like if women or men, anybody would ask their spouse more about like, if they want to do a certain program, nine times out of 10, your spouse will either know how to do that, or they'll know someone who can help them figure out how to do that because that's what leadership is all about. I feel like. So if, you know, just talk to your spouse, ask them and, you know, also just YouTube a bunch of shit. Like I do. If you, if something breaks, <laughs> that's all I can think of really get a lot of moving that's boxes. Really and don't buy everything okay like that's one of my biggest things is like you don't you know if you're young and brand new to life you know to married life and military life you don't need super nice furniture in your ramshackle apartment and you don't need everything you know just just take the couch that your you know husband's you know, Sergeant, whatever aunt gave them, you know, and it's just been sitting in the garage, take it. It's fine. Don't, they're going to break. <laughs> they're going to break in the move and you're not going to, you know, like just like Cody and I finally have matching sets of like all of our furniture. And it's, we still don't have end tables and a coffee table either. Like we're still working on it. So everything breaks during a move. So who cares? And I've noticed whenever you move, y'all sell a lot. So you don't hang on to it. And then you get yeah. new stuff when you get, I guess yeah. it's hard to move. Is that it? Uh, it's well, just... I think that's really good advice. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's just, you know, you don't want to carry all that. Cra- they give you like a weight allowance, which. Yeah. You know, and they. And also, you also don't want to be unpacking all the junk, you know, like I always go through a move and I'm like, do I need this? Do I use this? And if it's a no, then I'm just like, I'll set it free into the world. (laughs) Who wants this shit? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's good advice to everybody because, you know, when we've moved, it's just like just getting rid of junk is ridiculous. Why, Why did we even have it in the first place? Well, Grace, what do you have to add to that? Is there anything that you would tell somebody that's new to the game, new to being married to somebody in the military? Um, I guess the first thing I want to say from my experience is like, you're going to move a lot. And I did not know that. Okay. So I don't know like how many people say, how could you not have known? But I was in fashion. So I didn't know any single military people. And he, my husband told me after we got married, so just letting you know, you're going to move a lot. <laughs> you're going to move a lot. So be prepared. And for me, I guess, like, like a lot of the Facebook groups, wherever you're going to move to, like that really helped me to get the information that you need. And maybe you could even find some friends there. But like, for me, I just like search, like, whatever the base housing problems or whatever that the questions I had, like that kind of stuff really helped me from the Facebook group. And I guess, like, as bad as it sounds, like, there is a lot of good, too. And just how, like, we're doing this podcast, like, I met Hannah through her, one of her, like, move, and now she's, like, a family to me. And now her mom is, like, a family to me. And I met a lot of good people through this move that are, like, my family, too. So there's a lot of good, too. (laughs) So don't be scared. 
Oh, that's like that. very good. Okay, so, well, that was a lot of good advice. And I think that would be very helpful to people to open people's eyes about what you go through because they always think about the person that's in the military, but they don't, some people don't realize that you're in the military too. You're just yeah. as much in the military as your husband's because um, you're having to go through all those things, all the changes, all the moves, all of everything. So um, yeah, but we I just don't have to go through the scary parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't have to go where all the action is, you know, you, but you do see it secondhand and you do have the worry about it, you know, with your spouse. So, all right. Well, um, does anybody want to say anything to our listeners? Um, thank you. And please review us. It's very important for us to the reviews <laughs> and Hannah I don't know if you want to add something to that uh review us or else and that's or else I don't know but just is review there us a way we need they reviews. can get in touch with us if they want to <laughs> I don't remember our email <laughs> it's something at gmail. Right, if you want to email <laughs> suggestions questions stories remember our email is badassboomerbabes at gmail.com we thank you so much for joining us today we're sorry that it's not as professional as it has been because of the the technology problem but i will get that fixed eventually join us is it usually professional next (laughs) (laughs) just kidding more professional than this because i can edit out all the ums and the sounds in the background that kind of thing but i can't this time so they actually um, see how awkward we are give us for no editing this time (laughs) and join us next time because we're going to do an episode on giving birth stories the stories of labor and delivery So if you have one that you would like to share, please again, email us your story and it might, we might read it on the air. Who knows? We might even contact you and ask you to come on the air with us. All right, ladies, what do we say? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Thank you.